peace and innumerable blessings. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Spirituality and Motherhood podcast, where we reside in that sacred space where spirituality meets motherhood. In this space, we'll explore everything from how ancestral and earth-based spiritual practices and paths shape motherhood to how having spiritual gifts impacts your experience as a mother. I am Jeanette Jackson, your hostess. I'm the mother of two boys, a hoodoo, a psychic, and a tree-talking light herbalist. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Let's get it poppin'. In this episode, we're going to talk about nighttime hygiene. Yes, nighttime hygiene. So that you and your children do not be waking up (laughs) with spirits staring in your face. Or spirits harassing your children at night. Because I have been there. And it's just not pleasant. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for you. Quick reminder, if you have questions for guests, my spirits, (laughs) my honorable ancestors, or have a spiritual topic you'd like us to tackle, head on over to spiritualityandmotherhoodpodcast.com and let me know. Alternatively, you can find me at jlancien, J-L-A-N-C-I-E-N 77 on Twitter, or at spirituality underscore motherhood underscore pod. Please, 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 sugar knees, support this podcast. You can support it by subscribing, leaving a good review, or heading over to PayPal me backslash ritual mama and putting change in the plate. Change in the plate. Yeah, put some change in the plate. Okay, let's get it cracking. So, like, before even getting into, like, nighttime hygiene, which is what I'm going to call it today, nighttime hygiene, (laughs) I have to say, my practice is rooted in hoodoo. But before being hoodoo, I was super woo-woo. I was, I was talking to archangels. For real, y'all. For real. That's like, that's a story. Anyway, and and looking at Ascended Masters and being like, why is Afra the only Black one? This is some bullshit and I cannot stand by it. And, and that's how things as an adult, as an adult now, finally getting back in her body, that's how things kicked off for me. And then I ended up, you know, transitioning to plant-based magic, plants being like, look, ho, this is what you're going to do with this. And I'm like, oh, why are you talking to me? They're like, we talk to you all the time. Wow. And then finding myself at the crossroads as a hoodoo. So I say this and I create this little box because it's important to honor the way that spirit best works in and through you. And it's important that you honor and work with those on your spiritual team. You know who's on your spiritual team by noticing what works for you. For example, um, I I hear a lot of things, but not everything wants to work with me. I hear things like, I hear like, I hear spirits on the land. I hear deities. I hear the, the winds out of the east. I hear. I hear like rivers pop up and they're like, hey, I'm like, hey, boo, I hear things. But not everybody wants to to work with me. If I have a problem, 
you know, I know I can't necessarily go to every land spirit. I can't go to every river. I can't go to every tree. I can't go to like every gnome. Like there's a set squad just because I'm hearing it does not mean it wants to help me. It wants to be kind. Some things just like to talk. Discernment, understand who's on your team. And also understand just because you're drawn to something doesn't mean exactly it wants to help you either. So you learn to know who's on your team by asking for your benevolent spirits, the energies, the entities that are working for you to please reveal themselves for you, to you. And as they reveal themselves to you, you got to honor your intuition. Ask for confirmation and honor your intuition. Because not everything plays with every body. It doesn't. And just because things pop up saying, hey, I'm this and that, doesn't mean, you know, it could just be talking. There's a lot of talk. (laughs) There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of spirits who just reach out. That doesn't mean they want to work with you. And that doesn't mean that they're like rolling with you. So it's important to practice some discernment, put things through their paces, do some research, follow your gut. And be really careful. We're in a time spiritually that demands. Yeah, demands. Demands, requires (laughs) a lot of spiritual discernment because uh, everything is not as as it appears and everyone is not as it appears, which is why it's important that you practice discernment about your own spirit and not exactly allow everybody to to, um, fill your ears with this spirit is with you and uh -uh, uh -uh. cultivate your own relationship with your own spirits. Because sometimes your spirits will mess with whoever is trying to fill your ears with whatever. And your spirits won't be telling your reader or whoever it is everything. So cultivate your own relationship with your own spirits. Ask for confirmation. Practice discernment. Honor your intuition. Because don't forget that the divine lives in you. The divine dwells and moves through you. So in some way, you already know. You're just waiting for the right time to reveal it to yourself. Practice discernment, honor your intuition, and don't forget to ask. And just because like your cousin, your best friend, your homie is over there playing with this spirit doesn't mean that that spirit wants any of you or can even help you. Because certain spirits roll with us to help us through different situations, through different periods of our lives. I did not mean to get off on that, but it I guess it needed to be said. <laughs> so let's let's get into this nighttime hygiene. But I a lot of what I do rests on a bedrock of spiritual and emotional hygiene. Learning to keep a space spiritually clear by like cleaning the floors, cleaning the floors at least once a week with some ammonia, some salt, some lemon. If no ammonia, salt, or lemon hit the floor, I can tell the difference in how we sleep and how the children act. For us now, for us, 
discernment. Ammonia, salt, and lemon is, is perfect. We're going through this family. It's going through like a spiritual stuff. <laughs> We're going through our own little excitement, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. And, ammo- and ammonia, lemon, and salt clears stuff up. It keeps, it keeps um, negativity and bad intentions and bad meaning spirits from like attaching and hanging on and multiplying and feeding and just creating more chaos. So ammonia, lemon, and salt every week. There are other things that you can use on your floors that will be less stripping because if if we were in a calm space, I would maybe do that once a month. But like, nah, I'm in a space where I need to do it like once a week. So you can also work on other protective herbs. There are protective herbs. Again, use your discernment, use your intuition that you can hit, you can use on the floor at least once a week. When things are bad and nobody's sleeping, um, you know, I clean the bed with ammonia, lemon, and salt. Um, I've never been one to work a wall, but I think it could be helpful. <laughs> I'm sure. Cleaning the walls with a mint. Yes. Yes. Clean the walls if you need to. I don't, I don't have it like that. But like at least once a week, um, ammonia, lemon, and salt on the floors, sometimes on the beds. Um, and smoking the place out, smoking the place out with uh, frankincense and myrrh resin, frankincense, myrrh, and garlic skins, frankincense, myrrh, and dragon's blood, frankincense, myrrh, and some benzoin. I smoke the place out because it helps too. It helps lift the vibe and it complements the work of what whatever was done on the floor. Spiritual hygiene is so important. It is so important to keep your space spiritually clean because you don't, nobody's perfect and times are hard. And if you, space is spiritually clean, it prevents energies and entities that feed on whatever harshness that you're going through from coming in and attaching to your pain and multiplying and feeding on it and bringing more. You want to be able to like, like, you know, like you go to the bathroom, you want to flush. You don't want to come in and see the poop multiplied in the toilet. Same principle. Horrible way to describe it, but it's the same principle. Think of it as flushing. Think of it as flushing. Spiritual hygiene. Very important in making sure your children sleep through the night. Emotional hygiene is also important. Making sure that if there's something going on that you're being honest as a parent what's going on. And that your kids have space to talk about what's going on with them and how they feel about what's going on with you. It's important for you to say what's going on with you so your kids don't take it, chew on it in silence and process it in sleep and create some funky, funky dreams with it. (laughs) And it's also important for you to just chew on your stuff so your kids don't pick it up. Kids absorb everything. You could tell them like all day. It's important for you not to pick blah, blah, blah up. But if you're not dealing with it, they'll feel it and they pick it up. So emotional hygiene is also important to make sure that your kids sleep well and that you sleep well too. Because everybody deserves good sleep. I'm a proponent of sleep because sleep is part of how I recharge spiritually. It allows me to do the things that I need to do and be who I need to be. 
So that's one layer, spiritual hygiene, one layer, emotional hygiene, and also giving space for your children to talk about what their dreams are in the morning. Ask them what they're dreaming. It supports them in understanding how dreams can support the development of their their intuition and how their intuition and the divine works through them in the dream space. It also gives them an opportunity to process what's going on and see how tuned in and how connected to the divine they are and how rich their dream life can be. I'll never forget having a dream as a kid and about this woman in blue who was like sitting at this table and she was just telling me all this stuff. And as a kid, like I didn't know who that was. And I came to my daddy and I'm like, daddy, there's this woman. She's like, oh, that's your great aunt, blah, blah, blah. And then I got a story and it was so beautiful. I don't like what she was telling me, but <laughs> it felt really good to have an ancestor pop up in my dream and support me. And even the eldest, he he has these dreams. He dreams of the future. And, and it's interesting having him share his dreams because they come true. And it's always wonderful to tell him, you had this dream. Like, we're living it now, but you already had this dream. It helps him understand how powerful he is. So have your kids discuss their dreams. It'll really help them. And it'll also help you kind of peep into what, you know, what's going on with them too. So we also have a nighttime routine to support like sleep hygiene. Um, there's a prayer. Like we have a prayer where we're praying for protection at night. Um, I also pray for protection before I go to sleep. So I pr- pray like for myself and also for the children. And the eldest will pray for himself. He has not memorized. The youngest, you know, I I don't force that. There are things I force. I will give you a spiritual bath and I will anoint you, which I'll get you to next, but I'm not going to force you to pray. Anointing before the children go to sleep. I anoint them. I have oils that I anoint them with to keep them protected as they sleep. I also um, put whole, uh, Florida water. I spray their beds with Florida water. I spray the room with Florida water to make sure that the space stays clear. And I also keep protective things in and around their bed, under their beds. Now, the protective things can vary. Um, right now, <laughs> right now, there's like some ancestral things in there to make sure that the ancestors are nearby should there be a problem. And I'm not up yet. There's also some sachets with some herbs, some gemstones, things like black tourmaline, cinnamon, bay leaf. Um, I even got some garlic up in there. Like those sort of things will protect your children as they sleep. Even something simple as a glass of water that you place under their bed and remind them not to drink in the morning. That can can ward off some things. And you know, sometimes you could do all this stuff and you know, life will still happen. So what do you do? This is what I do. 
So things go really left. I, I call an Archangel Michael. I call an Archangel Michael and I ask for his help. Archangel Michael shows up for me. I feel very blessed. You can call him what is divine, sacred, and holy. I've actually done that in a dream. I remember venturing somewhere and I had no business being. And I was like, this does not feel good. And I was like, all is divine, sacred, and holy. I need some help. And I was helped. <laughs> so don't forget, you can always call on the divine and ask for protection and ask for assistance. And then if things are like that bad, I will smoke out their room in the apartment or the house or wherever we at with some camphor. But um, caveat to a camphor. If you have a relationship with the helpful earthen spirits of the spirit of your house, the spirits in your house that take care of your house and the helpful hidden folk on your land that may be popping in and out your house because they like you and they think you're cute. Warn them that you're going to do the camphor. They probably already know because they didn't see what happened last night. But camphor will drive away your earth spirits that are helpful to you. So you got to be careful and warn them. Warn them. Just say, hey, I'm about to smoke it out. Y'all might want to be going for a little bit. But camphor will drive away evil spirits. Um, you also have to be careful with camphor and keep it away from your children because it will cause seizures. It will. You got to be careful. Um, don't hurt yourself with camphor, but it'll. it's great for clearing a space. Lord Jesus, it'll clear a space. I'm going to also say, you know, there's this little special dance between understanding what is the funk you're putting into a situation versus what is the funk on of the house and the land. Because if you're going through things badly enough or you're going through enough of a time or there's enough of a darkness around you and in you, things will come to you and 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 mess with you. Which is why spiritual hygiene is so important. It's so important to clean your space. And as you clean your space, I forgot to mention this. Clean your ass. Clean yourself. <laughs> clean the children. For real. Like, give the children... Spiritual bath may not be your thing. It may not be your thing to, be, you know, hit the children with some hyssop ruined lavender. That may not be your thing. Do whatever is your thing, whether it's praying over the children, whether it's scrubbing them down with salt, whether it's smudging them with whatever you got. Make sure to, you know, especially on the day you clean the house spiritually, clean the children and clean yourself. You want to, again, flush the toilet to make sure all the things that would attract um less than loving energy to you and less than loving entities to you to keep them away because you deserve some sleep. Everybody deserves some sleep. Everybody deserves some good sleep. And that's all I'm going to say. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Again, like if you have a spiritual topic you would like me to, to tackle, be sure to hit me up in these internet streets at jlonsian77 on Twitter or on Instagram at spirituality underscore motherhood underscore pod or just get at me at spiritualityandmotherhoodpodcast.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And thanks again for being here. And I will... 
talk to you again soon. Stay blessed. Peace.